Hey, mom. So have I got a story for you. I invited Elisa Fucci onto the podcast and she is a life coach for women. So she really helps women um, to have a better relationship. But her story doesn't start at just her coaching business. It starts when she was 15 years old and gave up her baby for adoption. And so we get into all of that, how her business was really um, built from these broken situations that were healed. And she talks to us about not being a victim of your past any longer. So it was a great conversation. And at the end, she just said she uh, wants to leave everyone with hope, hope that think that there are no circumstances um, that cannot change. And so it's a great conversation. And I hope you enjoy the show. So let's get into that. Elisa, welcome to the show. Go ahead and introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about what you do. Hello, everyone. Thank you for having me today. Um, my name is Elisa Fucci, and I'm a Christian relationship life coach. And I help women find their identity as daughters of God so they can start enjoying and creating the relationships they've always wanted without feeling guilty. That's awesome. So let's just dive in. Well, let's start with this. So how many kids do you have? I have two kids. I actually, actually, I have three. I placed for adoption a son when I was 15. Um, but I have two that I'm racing. So <laughs> how old are they? Um, my oldest is 19, almost 19. And my daughter is 11. Wow. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I can't believe it. <laughs> I can't believe I have a 19 year old. I, like, no, ah. I tell, I tell my kids you're getting older, but I'm not. I just I want you to understand. That. <laughs> yes. I am going to borrow that line from you. <laughs> so let, cause you have a very powerful and moving story. So let's just talk about how you've kind of You've built this business to help women, but it was really built from some very like broken situations. Yes. So let's just jump into that. Share okay. as much or as little okay. as you okay. want. Okay. Sounds good. Um, so when I certified as a life coach through the life coaching school about a year ago, I realized I had the opportunity to go back and think that 15 year old me. Um, because I realized that that decision when I was 15, uh, the decision to place for adoption, uh, my son was the beginning of this whole journey where um, all these difficult situations and all these hardships in my lives were opportunities to be molded and to, to learn about myself and they have allowed me to actually relate to women because I have gone through so much. And that first um, decision that I made was the beginning of this journey. Um, 
so I, I had the opportunity to go back and be like, thank you for doing that for me and for the, for the hundreds and hundreds of women that I, I am coaching and that I will coach. Thank you. Because me making that decision was not just for, so my son could have a, a home with a mom and a dad and a future that I couldn't give him. It was also so I could have the journey that I went through uh, later on and be here uh, now as a life coach. So um, that's the beginning of, of my journey. And um Later on, I, a few years later, I was married at 19 and I had a son. So at a young age, I went right into motherhood and uh, marriage. And that, that was hard because I didn't know myself. So I just took on the identity of being a mom and a wife. And that's all I did. And for 11 years, that's what I wanted to do until it's just, it wasn't working out. Like our marriage was, we were two completely different people. <clears throat> Excuse me. We were two completely different people trying to make things work and it wasn't working. We were, it was a power struggle constantly. Um, he is completely different than me. He's not religious. I am super religious. He is liberal. I am conservative. He comes from a small family. I come from a huge family, completely opposite <laughs> water and oil. And we couldn't make it work. We went to therapy, marriage counseling, and nothing could break these habits and the cycles that we were in. So we were, we got divorced and we were divorced for three years. And those three years were the beginning of my self-discovery. It started like, oh, okay, what do I, what do I like? What do I not like? It was my opportunity to get to know myself. And but it was the hardest three years of my life being a mom, a dad, a provider was really hard, but I learned so much about myself. Uh, I would go and do it all over again. <laughs> um, after those three years, we decided to try it again. We're like, okay, we still have feelings for each other. The kids are struggling. Let's, let's try and make it work. We have learned so much about each other. We're in two different places now. So let's see if we can make it work. We tried, we got back together. We didn't get married. We were trying it out for about three years and we were back in the same place after three years, you know, struggling to combine two different people and come to a common ground. That's pretty much what we all struggle with, right? right? Finding that happy place. Well, we couldn't make it work. Again, we went through therapy, marriage counseling, and nothing was working. It worked while we were in the session. We were, oh, okay, we were making great progress. The moment we stepped out, it was like, okay, now what? And we would get back into the cycle of like, you're not meeting my expectations. So I'm not happy. So therefore I can't be myself. It was expecting the other person to make us happy. Mm -hmm. um, so I fell into a podcast by Andrea uh, Giles and um, it's Heal from Infidelity. And I was, she talked about 
the model, which is a tool that is taught in the uh, life coaching industry, especially the life coaching school, where circumstances are neutral. Mm. We have a thought about the circumstance and the thought creates an, an emotion, a feeling in our body, a right. chemical reaction. That chemical reaction makes us do or not do things. And based on those actions or inactions, we get a result. And therefore, we are always in control of our results, of our actions, of our feelings and our thoughts. Our circumstances may be neutral. We may not be able to change them like our husbands. <laughs> we cannot change them like our kids. We cannot change them, but we can change the way we think about them, which will make us feel a certain way, which will make us show up in a way that we want to and get us the result we always wanted. So when I discovered this, I was like, are you kidding me? My <laughs> husband doesn't need to change so I can be happy. This marriage can work without him doing anything. Wait a minute, I got to test this. So I started trying it out and I was like, okay, I'm going to focus on me, on what I want, on my values, on what makes me happy instead of asking him to make me happy and complete me or motivate me or push me to, to go and go back to school or stuff or work or whatever it was that I wanted him to do. I was like, I'm going to do that for myself because I'm in control now, right? This tool just taught me that I'm in control. So I was like, I'm going to try it. And I did. And I started putting it into practice and all the energy I was wasting on trying to control him, on trying to see everything he was doing or not doing and, and making it mean that he loved me or not loved me or that he didn't care about the marriage or he wasn't committed I let go of all that because now I was focusing on myself, on my thoughts, on my emotions, on my actions and getting my results. So I left him free to be free, free to be who he wanted to be. And so I, it created this space in our marriage to be who we really want to be and come together in a neutral place. And I began to learn about myself, what I wanted to do. And it's just, it snowballed from that. And two months later, we got remarried, New Year's Eve, <laughs> midnight. And I'm like, if this work, if this tool, just this tool helped me and it worked wonders on my marriage, I want to be a coach. I want to teach this and I want to help women better their lives, uh, find who they really are, learn that they're just being a mom or a wife is not everything, that you can have an identity aside from that, and that the best way to have a good relationship is to focus on yourself, to start working on the relationship you have with yourself which ultimately connects you to God because we are daughters of God and we inherently have all the attributes and gifts of a godly father. So it's all a win-win. And I love, <laughs> I love coaching and helping women find that because if it changed my life, it'll change their lives. So how long have you been married the second time? <laughs> so the second time we've been married uh, uh, almost two years. Okay. Um, so after that, those three years of trial <laughs> and error, and but together, 
we've been married we've been together for 18 years so to get wow. all together so yeah. it just took a little it took a little yeah. different route yes okay. yes yeah <laughs> so you have an instagram post where you reunite with with your son yes and so in there you said your circumstances don't have to define you so talk to us about like how what was that like and then also how how do you not be a victim of your past because honestly I think some of this stuff would probably have uh just uh brought down the strongest person and so tell us tell us what you got (laughs) (laughs) um so yes so it goes to show you, I, even at the young age of 15, I wanted to make the most out of it. I knew I had made a mistake. I knew I had, um, I, I had, I was not, I was 15 and I was young, but I still knew I wanted to try to make things better. Mm-hmm. And so when I placed him for adoption, it was really hard. My whole family was against the decision because for Latinos, even like it's your blood, it's like a leg. You don't do that. <laughs> like right. uh, that's against everything we're told. And so I had the support of my siblings, but my parents did not support the decision. Um, but I was able to do it, obviously, with the help of God and, and family. Um, my sisters helped me, but I didn't let that stop me. I went back to school. I did my junior and senior year in one year. um, And I graduated with my class. And I was the first of eight kids to graduate here in the US because I'm from Argentina. Um, So I was the first one to get a diploma here in the US and walk with a cape and gown. So I always wanted to make the most out of circumstances. We are all going to mess up. We're all going to fail. It's what you make it mean. What matters your circumstances, whatever they might be, you may choose them or not. You may have gotten yourself in that situation that you, Mm. right. Or someone else, someone else's actions may have put you in this place but you decide how you make it mean. You decide what that will, how it will affect you by how you choose to, to think about it um, and the belief systems that you create for yourself. That's, that's where the power comes in. Um, because if we are victim to the actions or inactions of other people or to our own circumstances, then we go into blaming and then we are disempowered and we show up as what as victims and we don't do things or we we get distracted or we go to food tv social media and we just go into this cycle and then we feel shame and then shame leads to blame and then blame leads to punishment and it's that cycle that just keeps on giving and it just keeps us stuck there so circumstances don't define you the way to to work through to redefine your past is to go back and decide what is the story you're telling yourself about your past are you the victim in the story or are you the victor are you the one that that overcame that and 
made it out alive and learned and survived. And now you are the hero. You decide. The past no longer exists. It's only in our heads. If you think about it, it's all in our heads. It's gone. Unless you have a time machine, you cannot go back. <laughs> so how do you, you get to decide how the story is being played? And that's the way we can allow the past to be rewritten by going back and, and deciding I was not the victim. I can become better out of this situation. I can become someone better. I can learn to love myself, to heal and move on. So what was it like to meet your son? Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> so uh, when I first got in touch with him, I was so nervous because I was like, I don't know what to expect. Um, so we, I reached out to him through Instagram and um, he accepted my friend request. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is real. Ah! Uh, I had not spoken to him since the last time I held him in my arms when he was three days, days old. So um, just talking to him and, and, and sending him messages was so exciting. And I, I was like pinching myself because I was like, is this real? Uh, so when uh, we first decided, okay, why don't we meet? Like, would you like that? He was like, yes, that would be awesome. I would love to meet you. And I was like, <gasps> I had to hide all my excitement. <laughs> But I was so excited. I later told him I was like so excited. And he told me he was too. So um, here I was uh, going to pick him up at the airport. And I didn't know what he looked like. So I was like, okay, I reached out to uh, his adopted mom, which I have kept in contact with okay. and I told her hey what is he wearing and she told me what he was wearing so I was looking for that like he's like the clothes and as soon as I spotted him I was like oh my gosh oh my gosh ah, this is happening and I I walked to him and I just held him and it was like time had never passed I felt like um I was back in that office, the, the adoption agency, holding him again, but he was bigger. <laughs> but, you know, I, it was back. I was back in that place. My heart was healed. The hole that I had in my chest was closed and I was whole completely. Like my my heart was whole. Um and I can relate to women that have lost their child or had a miscarriage because Although they might not get to see their, their kids like I did. Like I can re relate to that hole in your right. chest that can never be replaced. It may soften as the time goes by, but it can never be replaced. Um, I was able to, to have that, con that, that, that reunion here on this life where moms that don't get that opportunity will have it in the next life I believe so I it was it was amazing to talk to him we we talked for hours and hours he stayed uh, in my house for uh, three days and we stayed up to like five in the morning and we talked about everything and anything and it was amazing to to get to know him to see this person this man he's become so it was pretty awesome 
Wow. Like I, th- like, I think your story, uh, I had emailed you and said, this really is a story of beauty from ashes and it's just like, yeah, it's very powerful. So, yeah. but I want to shift gears and I want you to talk to us more about your coaching business now, because we are entrepreneurs and yes. so are you. Yes. And so, but I think you needed to get the story in so we can understand like what has made this <laughs> business. So now you have a business. <laughs> out of it. So tell us just a little bit, like, are you full-time with your coaching business right yes, now? I am. You are. Yes. Okay. That's yes. awesome. So uh, yeah. how, how long did it, how long did it take you to get to that point of like full-time with it? Um, it took me a few months. I wanted to go all in. Um, um, but right after certification, I, I was like, I'm all in and I, I want this. This is what feels right and it's been a roller coaster and I'm sure you guys that are listening know exactly what I'm talking about it is the hardest thing guys to go through um and I believe that the best way to go at it is to have God as your partnership like as your mentor I believe that has been the best thing and the best decision I have made in the beginning I went all in um thinking okay like just following the steps that someone told me you know that set up from from I had a coach and she was like okay this is what you need to do to have the success and I followed it and I had success and I was like I'm missing something there's something there that I need to like and I came across my current uh coach uh Tyson Bradley and he has uh entrepreneurs of Christ program. And I was like, this is it. This is what I was missing in my coaching. I wanted to do this business with Christ. And I think that's the best way to handle all these roller coasters, (laughs) because I could not be doing it on my own. Um, It is faith building for sure. It is. Yes. <laughs> Very much. Uh, yeah, because you just have to trust and you have to shift gears. For me, it was going from, okay, I need to get clients to how can I help God's daughters? It went because I feel like they are his daughters before they are my clients. Right. So he has a, an interest in their well-being. So who better to guide me to them than God? And I have loved the journey. Yes, it's been hard. And it's been it's been hard on the on my marriage on the family because as you guys know that that's what happens right um but the bottom line is it's it's also allowed me to grow to learn things about myself that I didn't know uh push myself to heal from wounds that I did not know I had right when you are an entrepreneur you get triggered by things that you're like wait what what just happened like (laughs) where did this come from it's like all these wounds resurrect from the past and you're like what and you have to address them or else you can't move forward right? right or else you your your business suffers um so I had to learn to heal through those things so I could 
open up so I could evolve into the coach I want to be, into the the author I want to be, into the motivational speaker I want to be. And it's continually going to God for, okay, what's next? What's next? Mm -hmm. I think looking at it that way, just one step at a time, because or else we overwhelm ourselves or we want to do so much. (laughs) And I know that's the biggest thing with entrepreneurs. We want to do it all because we see what other people are doing. So we're like, okay, that means I have to do that, that, that. And we just add it to our plate. Right. Right. And then you see someone else being successful and you're like, oh, I'm not doing that. Okay, I need to do that. And then you add and add and add and add. And then at the end of the day, you're exhausted. You have not spent time with your family. You have not spent time with your spouse. Or if you have, you're losing it and you're not patient. Right, yeah. <laughs> um, and you are giving it all to your business and yet you feel exhausted and unfulfilled. And I think what has worked and helped for me is to just let go of all the rush, let go of the, the, the wanting to overdo myself and focus only on being still, being calm, relaxed, and asking God, what's next? And taking it to him. It's a daily thing. What do I need to do today? What's important out of this whole list that I have to do? (laughs) What is most important? And then when you do that on a daily basis, you, you realize that a lot of those things that you were doing are not important. And they were just exhausting you and taking energy and time from you that were not really necessary. Um, I think that's what has helped. You think you have to do so much, but really God is not in the rush. God is not in the overwhelm. So you need to let go and know (laughs) that you don't need to do it all. You only need to do your part and God will do the rest. So this is some really good advice. I have two questions to wrap up. So what is your favorite part of being a mom? Oh my gosh. Um, just learning from them. I, my kids, I swear they are way better spirits than me. And I have loved learning from them. They have pushed me to the limits that I have never (laughs) thought I could, but that has made me into the person I am today. And I like, seriously, my 11 year old daughter comes to me and, and she's like, and tells me all this coaching tips that I'm using like and I'm like where are you getting this from and she picks up on everything she is so smart and then my son is like just amazing on its own just making decisions like an adult and and he's 18 or going on 19 and uh just being able to to learn from them I think that is the best part of being a mom um being be used like having that that opportunity to be the best version of yourself and so where can everyone find you they can find me on instagram at elisa elisa underscore fuchi f-u-c-c-i underscore coaching or on facebook elisa fuchi and uh, they can email me at elisafucci.coaching at gmail.com as well. And I have a podcast as well on iTunes or all platforms called Living La Vida a Full. 
Very nice. I'm so glad you joined me today and you <laughs> shared your you. story. Thank you. Thank you for giving me the opportunity. And I'm glad I could share it because I know I there's people that are going through difficult moments and they feel like oh, nobody can relate. Nobody knows what I'm going through or there's no hope. All there right. is. There is. <laughs> Thank you.